0: What's happening, friends? Welcome to another edition of Unlocked. It's the world's number one Xbox show. We're here at IGN. Uh, We're back. It is the depths of summer, but hey, we've got stuff to play. There's some big releases this week. No Man's Sky, two years later, finally making its way onto Xbox with uh, some major content updates in that time. We'll touch on that later on in the show. Uh, but first, I'll give you the quick rundown of what we are talking about. Xbox Scarlet Rumor, a little next-gen Xbox action Uh, We've got a a very fascinating rumor to discuss there. Plus, the Xbox division showing some major success, posting uh, $10 billion in revenue for the very, very first time. So a huge momentum, excellent news on the Xbox front. QuakeCon, I'll tell you what you can expect there if you're either going or planning on watching it, uh, as well as some news on the Fallout 76 beta. And 343 addressing whether or not Halo might ever see anytime soon A battle royale mode. All right. And uh, let's get rolling here. Ryan McCaffrey joined by Destin Laguerre. Brandon Tyrell, the man in black. All day. Sing a Johnny Cash song. Go
2: ahead. Uh, Ring of Fire, Boy Named Sue. Uh, Thank you.
1: Exactly how they go. Brandon (laughs) Sanchez (laughs) as well. Walk Uh, the line. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thank you. And a quick reminder, by the way, we've been uh, trying to get the messaging going for you guys. Unlock listeners, you guys, if you want to check out the show early, you can now do that on IGN.com in video form and see uh, these four lovely faces. On Tuesdays at 3 p.m., the show goes live on IGN.com in video form. uh, And then 24 hours later, aka its usual spot, you can get it all the other ways. Uh, So whichever way you want to go, you've got the early option now, should you so choose. All right. Where to begin? How about uh, the fact that it felt like we were at a bar in the first thing in the morning, and we're like, it doesn't seem right.
2: I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas at like three in the afternoon, but it definitely like being at a Dave and Buster's at eight in the morning yeah. definitely feels like that. It was, yeah. it was empty, yeah. and we were there for one reason.
0: Yeah, one reason, but it was a really good reason. So, what we're talking about is yeah, we were at Dave and Buster's, the current exclusive, the timed exclusive home of Halo <laughs> oh <my God>. Fire <laughs> Team Raven. Think about it like yeah, that. yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, although I think it's kind of a de facto exclusive because what other arcades yeah. Are there sad? And I say uh, that there's... not with not with a bite of sarcasm, but with a, with a tinge of actual sadness.
1: Isn't like round one? Is it called round one? I forget. There's I like an arcade. Not... It's around something. And Good, yeah. Alley. Well,
2: there's a chain around the Bay it? Area called Gulfland I think it is. Well, that's literally. bigger than the Bay Area. I, yeah. That was uh,
0: my old haunt. Oh, was in, uh, it in the Phoenix area? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's I know that because that's where all the like. Fighting game communities with me,
0: yeah. It's a big, uh, big castle yep. uh, with arcade games in. Ga- anyway, we're talking about arcade games because yes, Fire Team Raven, Halo, Fire Team Raven, the new arcade game that uh, as, now is is available at Dave mm-hmm. and Buster's. We got a, a sneak peek last Friday morning. Yes, Destin said we were the only people in there, but they still. <laughs> They had everything turned on, even yeah. though it was like yeah. two hours before open. And boy, I'll tell you, I walked out of there w- wanting to just sit in a quiet, yeah. padded room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, Why aren't there arcades? <laughs> uh, they're a little bit of a sound blast
3: <laughs> yeah. to your ears. <laughs>
1: tip tip of the great hat. way to start <laughs> today. I was, I was sonergized, like, like ready to go.
0: Tip all right, the, I'm up. <laughs> tip of the hat to anybody who works in the Dave and Buster's because oh, yeah. it's that is a lot of uh, sensory activity going yeah. on all day, every day. But Very
1: loud. Even without uh, people there, yeah,
0: even with no one there. But Halo Fire Team Raven,
2: uh, the review is is should be by now up
0: on IGN.com as you see this,
2: uh, along with uh, impressions from Miranda and I, just sort of like yeah. talking about it. Uh, and then we got an interview with Kiki Wolfkill, the uh, head of Transmedia at uh, 343, yes, and Eugene from um, uh, Play Mechanics and yes. Raw Thrills, who uh, uh, actually designed it. So. We should have
1: well, more information start, let's going start
0: up. there on the design. Because I think all four yeah. of us were really impressed with the the, <laughs> with the footprint of this thing. Yeah. It was, is
2: massive.
1: Yeah, it was like, it's like, a like, big cabin. We walked around, I was like, oh, where is it? Then I saw it I was like, oh,
2: It's hard <laughs> to miss <laughs> Yeah. A, there's a there's an eight foot tall cardboard cutout of the Master Chief on top <laughs> of it. But the thing is designed in such that it is like eleven feet wide and it seats four people, but it's got these two halo rings running over the top of it, yeah. like spines. And on the inside you see like the print of Al. Alpha Halo um, or the, the Halo from the first the first game and it's just such a cool it's such a cool design experience. It's like experience. really
1: spacious too and like yeah. it has really nice lighting as well like it, it's not too bright of course but just the way like everything seats it just is comfortable. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and it's it's really neat because it is two screens, but you can shoot across both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so having that extra space is really important when you're trying to like steal kills on the other side of the screen. <laughs> like I did. Yeah. But you know, and
2: it, it needs to be spacious because yeah. to crank your gun to hit the other screen, you really have to like do one of these things, like this. <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a mounted. It's a
0: very like weighty heavy mounted gun turret Curry, yeah uh, and there's you know you've got just triggers on there and then a, a second uh, there's a reload there's button a reload and then and grenades then a, on top. Yeah, the grenade yeah. button but I, re- I really like the uh, the variation and level design like each sort of have a
3: different palette i really enjoyed that and like some have infinite guns like if you're on a warthog you're just firing that at a uh, ghost and such mm. and uh yeah, I had a lot of fun playing it. We talk about
0: variety. I mean it it is it is a f- fast forwarded version of Halo One that yeah. you're sort of you're not following Master Chief, but you're you're visiting a lot of the saints. You're actually locations. following
1: him. He, kind he shows of. Up. Yeah, kind like of. you're following yeah. his path, but not really. Like you're right. you're playing alongside him as ODST and you see him every now and then. Yeah. Like the Chief just pops up and you're like, oh, the Chief. And it's like a really cool perspective too, because it's like a, a point of admiration, right? Because mm-hmm. like you guys are like working your hardest, like slay all the covenants. It and get the flood and then the chief just rolls in and creams everybody like oh okay <laughs> that kills nine people you're in front of you for me i mean yeah. Yeah.
2: the story kind of goes yeah. like this where every once in a while you intersect with the chief mm-hmm. but it's never like like you said uh, last week it's yeah. not gratuitous yeah. it's it's cool you get those hero moments where he mm-hmm. leaps over in slow motion shotguns a flood and kills something with an energy sword and you're just like oh yeah <laughs> but
0: no i was no no steve downs though um, no, 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 no voice, voice no voice little line which yeah. like okay, I mean we could have paid Steve down.
3: I
1: think that's fair. He did not even talk to us. <laughs> I, 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 scene, what, what I want a scene to see. I want see
3: where he it stops. Yeah. He takes up both screens, and he's like, "I need a
2: weapon." You throw him your weapon, yeah, yeah. and then like and he then takes it, the and ball, then it just continues. Question mark? Yeah. yeah. Destin yeah. Legary, comic <laughs> game designer. It sounds like you want a GI Joe after the credits moment. It's like great work, soldier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um.
0: But yeah. It so it took us about about forty five minutes to play through. Uh, again, for the, I've got the four of you full critique on IGN now. We did all like it, though. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the bottom it's line. A, it's, a really
2: good, good it's a good game. Like uh, It's a good light gun experience. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think it's fair. Would you guys agree with me that um, it it's it's a spectacle oh, yeah. as We're much here. as it is yes. a game? I mean it, it is very much about the physical – experience and and the and the cabinet and the four you know 265 inch HD TVs next to each other and and it, it is you know i don't think i think it would lose a lot if there were just a an Oculus Rift version of yeah. it yeah
1: yeah i think so much of my enjoyment with that of course when it comes to multiplayer games is playing with people you know and having a good time uh, trying to beat each other's high scores mm-hmm. and just like it's a like, good competitive fun but also just like looking at it for each other and like yelling goofy stuff at each other like just kind of getting into it like kind of role playing a little yeah like we did we did a little bit it was good. we did <laughs> it
0: was good yeah there are scoring screens at yeah. the end of each of the six missions yeah uh, and it, you are there is a winner crown for the for the highest score that's why it, still was, the it was kills it's actually uh, the
1: highest kill count it's not even the score well he, I, no it's well, I thought
2: it, it, nope. it, it, was, it was the highest kill count automatically wins just based off more kills give you more score but there was an instance where you and i tied for kills yeah and then it went down to i think accuracy or something like oh, that no, okay.
1: it, it went down to score then because i always had higher accuracy but then well. like, I, I checked everything <laughs> um i only won once but i noticed that like someone else had a higher score but didn't win but it was the other person had more kills yeah mm. so i'm pretty sure it's based on kills
0: yeah, I think I think I got first place once, but then the rest of it, it was just the two of you back and forth. Once.
1: And then you got it a few times, and then Sam got <laughs> it once. We shared it. It was like six chapters. Yeah, anyway, it's like fun getting competitive like that, and like if you can bring some friends, and if you have the. Card and the chips. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know like the transaction of. Yeah, like, uh, well, so the that's cost? that's.
2: I went down the rabbit hole trying to find okay, out good. a, a nice. base price for a Dave and Buster's chip or credit, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's fluid, right? Like the more it's like cryptocurrency. idea. It, really, <laughs> it really is. I found like a post from two thousand and eight that like has these conspiracy theories. It was like a twelve page like manifesto. Document, wow. manifesto. <laughs> like you, I could tell this was like printed out on like old paper and like pinned to a cork <laughs> board at one point but it it really did have like 12 pages of like the best way to like get the most for your money. There was even a section of like, well, if you spend this many credits to get this many tickets and use them to buy three hundred and sixty games, technically, if you live in a state that has less than a 4% sales tax, you're better (laughs) off getting your new games at Dave and Buster's than buying them at GameStop. And I I was, wow. By the way, what, what state has less than 4% sales tax? I think Hawaii might be the only one. It was a very old post. I think it was like from 2009. um but anyway so yeah the the uh the value of a chip is fluid depending on how many you buy if you buy it if you spend a hundred dollars chips are worth uh, more than if you spend a ten dollar package i think it works out to be like if you spend ten bucks they're like 16 they're they're 16 cents a piece if you spend like a hundred bucks they're 15 cents a piece what
3: was your final conclusion on the cost
2: uh, you, it, it was between 15 and $20 to okay. get through yeah. per player yeah. for so a full playthrough to get through the full we, 45 minute experience.
0: We all, yeah. I think that I know for me and I think you, Brandon, you said you were about the same. We were somewhere between like eight and 10 continues. Yeah. Mm. So
2: yeah. That, yeah. It was, like, a, yeah, it was about on average one to two, maybe one and a half per chapter. I want to say. Right.
1: Okay. I do wish there was a better way to like regenerate health. I think that was something that was really missing there is because you don't have a way to get back. And so, like, once your health is gone, you're just done. Yeah. Probably
3: on purpose. I mean, well, <laughs> well, yeah, that's
1: yeah. it's an that's like game,
2: game, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you think of like House of the Dead or Time Crisis yeah. or you know, drag, like that's that's the way it goes. Is like you have to, and it's rigged too. Like it, you're not supposed to be able to survive through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's right. more damage incoming at you than you can possibly deal with. Right. So, I, no matter
1: how good you are, there will be something there shooting at you. You won't notice it for just long enough, and it's gonna wipe out your.
2: I imagine there's some guy out there who could, or person out there who could beat it. Like, with one continue. Oh, someone's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. And I would love to see that happen. But,
0: but. at the same time, I, I did it, and I called this out in my review. I, I thought it was – it felt pretty fair to me mm-hmm. as far as – like, it didn't feel like it's the, all right, we need more money from you now and just, like, something – yeah. destroys you they well, just blast the planet okay, yeah. I, thought, I thought the the duration of each life was was reasonable yeah yeah, yeah one yeah. small
3: thing they do if you don't have four players like the AI is actually contributing to the fight they're shooting enemies and such
1: it is a little bit easier too if you don't have four players like there oh, really? are fewer oh, there are fewer enemies yeah coming at you constantly yeah. like you said you do have the AI to help you shoot things down they will also kill things on your screen so it's yeah. not good.
0: you and I Miranda went after we all played through it, you and I went back together and just did two player through The first half of the game. Yeah. So we played it one and a half times.
2: Yeah, there were sections, I guess, where an elite showed up for each vertical, like one for each player. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if, like, you have two players, if there's only two elites show up. But then the AI also assists in killing those things.
3: So story wise, you follow four ODSTs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what was the AI that we were discussing? I can't well, remember. Uh, well, Wellesley. Wellesley. Wellesley.
0: Yeah. Or Wesley. Yeah. No, it's Wellesley. Believe it's me, because I was just scrubbing through footage yeah. Yeah. all day think, yesterday with
1: his name is on Wellesley. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so all the ODST have like actual backstories and ages mm. and, Bios, and stuff. Yeah. Bios. Yeah. But they're not really utilized all that much in the story, which is it's fine. Like it's just no. like, oh, you're right on the like, cabinet, and now you get to be this person, and I think that's that's fun.
2: There are cutscenes, but they just they talk about like the mission at hand, not yeah. like. Oh, when I was a kid back home in Arkansas, you know, like there's no like (laughs) character building in a character backstory. All the character building is in the bio on the bezel
0: around the TV screen. It's It's three male ODSTs and one female ODST. That's
2: literally all I remember about it.
1: Age ranging from 20 to 37, I believe.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to be part of the canon. I doubt it. Uh, but they are are a fire team. Uh, fire team.
1: Doesn't really matter by the end.
2: (laughs) They are (laughs) spoilers. No, let's not talk about it. They are fire team Raven. And, um, they do, uh, the, the, the game, as we've already mentioned, takes place during Halo Combat Evolved. So Mm -hmm. what I really liked about it is, is less about the characters themselves, but more like, I remember this level. Like the game starts, you're on Pillar of Autumn when the Covenant are attacking it after it jumps out of slip space to Alpha Halo. That's hard to say. Um, well done. Thank you. And <laughs> so you're fighting through the Pillar of Autumn to make it off the ship, as the chief is doing that in a different section, which you know you remember if you played Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that happens continuously through the game. Like you, there, there are on the couple, beaches.
0: There are a couple of, um, I guess, timeline, maybe call them cheats, where there are a couple of th- th- opponents from Halo Two. Yeah. yeah. That weren't in Halo One that show up. That's not to say you know. It's not. It's not quite a retcon per se. You know, I think, we, but it's, it's, it's nice a little. I like yeah, that you're different. Da- I
2: like that you're dancing things. around it, but we straight up called it out in our in our impressions video. Well, you know, <laughs>
0: I let people experience it. Okay, but it's well, also if
2: you want to know, then go watch the other video. <laughs>
0: there you go. At <laughs> the yeah. four minute mark, I'm sure. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, we all had a really good time with it. I would say so. Yeah, I mean, it's roughly, it's roughly sixty dollars to play this game for four people. Mm-hmm. So if you bring. Def, definitely better with friends, no doubt about that. Bring Try to bring a full crew. But I, I, it's not a thing that I really, and, and I don't say this, I don't mean this mm. negatively, but it's yeah. not a thing I want to play again. Yeah, But yeah, I, I had a really know. good time playing it with the three of you. Well, and just having, it, you know, it's kind of it was like an amusement park ride. Yeah, I, not, although I guess amusement park rides, they do want to go on again and again. But <laughs> I'm not going to drive to
3: Daily City. But if I'm in a Dave and Buster's and I see Halo, <laughs> if Halo I find there,
2: myself in a Dave and Buster's,
3: well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes during Pax or something, you're doing a community meetup, you end up at a Dave and Buster's. I'll I'll play it again. Yeah, it's it never happened to me. You you never yeah. know. Yeah. You know
1: what will happen in the future. just that so. police
3: trainer. That's my favorite shooter. At- police
2: Never trainer. Friends. I
3: really like oh, police no, trainer. That that's, a, that's, a that's a deep cut,
1: of- yeah.
2: dude. I yeah. remember that now. Yeah, it's like top you're a SWAT guy, and like the the blonde lady goes, Help! and you're like, oh wait, don't, wait. don't, don't. Shoot oh yeah, her. you
3: don't shoot the humans. Yeah. Sh- it's just like a bunch of like polygonal like things. It's pretty old, but yeah. it's like- polygonal. That's so, uh, polygonal. Polygonal. Sorry. Did you guys
1: see the Tomb Raider? No, did they but have?
2: You, you played it and with Luigi's And there was a the right? Luigi's so yeah. one. Yeah. yeah,
1: so they had the Luigi's Mansion Luigi's, uh, yeah. vacuum thing, which is awesome. Which and has an
2: actual <laughs> vacuum attachment. Yeah. We're just going to talk about Dave and Buster. Yeah, just like real,
1: <laughs> fa- real fast. With um, yeah. the Tomb Raider one, it has space for four players, but me and Sam, um, Sam Claiborne, who also works here, of course. Um, I guess he's on GameScape, is where you know <laughs> yeah, him from. Yes, there's a rope, and, you have to
3: swing it, and no. No,
1: yeah, so scared. actually, there's all, all these pistols, and me and Sam were like, but what if we tap into both <laughs> and play two? <laughs> and we're like, we're going to old school, like, yeah. Tomb Raider, right? Yeah, I mean, that's... But the thing is, um, to reload your weapon, you don't shoot off screen or anything. You have to, like, cock the gun. And so what I would do is just, like, run it along my <laughs> pants and just, like, cock it that way and just go back <laughs> That up. is you that this baller is
2: so right there. You go, yeah. like, you yeah. bruises along think, your thighs. Yeah. I think you just life-packed
0: the game into being a better game. Yeah, so that's the
1: way, if you play that game, play it like that. <laughs> so play two-player
0: but one player. Yeah,
1: it's really hard, but play two player better by better yourself. Yeah, and that that one was interesting too, just because it had like collectibles in it, and I was just like, "How dare you?"
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're like the wiki in you, the, you're like, the, the wiki oh, no. editor in you, yeah, is I was just like, like no, oh, no,
1: Sam, we have to find every collectible. We can't stop playing until we do.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it was <laughs> uh, it was a good time. So check out the review on IGN as well as the conversation piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we were we were handed a giant pile of. Cards. Of uh, Dave and Buster's cards yeah, when we, we walked were... in to make sure that we got through the game.
2: Well, they Very handed cool, us nice. the manager's card, which is essentially <laughs> the golden ticket.
0: But it, it was like at the end, man, there was a you know of course we we do the right thing but like it, it was i had to like i had to like you know force my arm to give them back <laughs> there was a moment like, where you're just like, like mm-hmm. no i don't want to give it back
1: are like ryan
3: to, you gotta let it go yeah we had to
1: get back for a meeting and i was just like but what can we just stay like another hour <laughs> yeah like, we just gotta play through this again you know there's a review in progress We've got you know, to stay a little bit longer <laughs>
2: All right. what did you end up ta- keeping those tickets sam and i played a oh. game called bounce or bounce bounce or bounce 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 whatever it was called uh, and it's just like the, a bunch of these little uh platforms and you have ping pong balls and you throw them and they bounce around on these platforms oh and gosh. they change color. And at the end Sam and I were just like tossing them in the air like they were <laughs> coins in a fountain. And we got these two rows of tickets. And We were like, we're gonna get Miranda a stuffed Pikachu before we leave here today, <laughs> but the uh, the desk was closed, so yeah, because it was you, nine o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah, you guys were like uh, like Tom Hanks and Big, You're just like a, an, an adult child, adult children. We were running, running amok. We were running. We, we were
2: running through. We were running through the halls so <laughs> with sparklers, just. Woo! <laughs> Uh, but shout out to the guys at, at Daily City, Dave & Buster's. Uh, in particular, the GM there, Charlie Cook, he set us up and they even got us bagels and it was a very nice oh, – it, it was a really yeah. cool
0: And Microsoft
2: helped facilitate and, that as well to
0: – yeah, and again, in the spirit of reviewing this video game. Which, yeah,
1: I'm so glad we got to cover that. Like honestly, those kind of – other gaming experiences are just my favorite things. Like they had the Mass Effect ride at uh, Great America. Yeah, I think yeah, like yeah, a few yeah, Years ago, like that was so fun. And just like seeing the things you love in a very different mm-hmm. shortened way is just just so novel. And so I'm glad we got to do that.
2: It's cool to see it translated.
1: Cool. Yeah, yeah. And I hope yes. uh, a lot of other people get to see it and enjoy it too. All
0: right, uh, Destin. Yeah, it's time for the Destin segment. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, last week. Oh God. <laughs> we had a discussion about. Call of Duty. Yeah. You we're wondering aloud, in, in a serious manner, what you know. Hey, what what is it about Call of Duty that seems to rub some people the wrong way, mm-hmm. and and why do some people seem to really harbor a a uh, significant dislike for Call of Duty? And you 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 put out the call mm-hmm. for uh, thoughtful discussion on that topic. Yeah. What have you? What has the community? responded with
3: uh yeah well first of all thank you to everybody who wrote in and uh thought about this and actually had some honest responses i I mean i have my reasons why i believe that people don't like call of duty and uh i wanted to hear what you guys said i wanted to give you guys a voice and that's what this was about it wasn't about my opinion it was about yours uh so we got some write-ins from a few people and i'll just read them right now uh david poland uh he feels that the the series has gotten sort of stale and formulaic uh, they've kind of stayed on their path. Uh, time to react formula shooter. Uh, when Call of Duty was in its heyday, it was given giving us numerous thoroughly enjoyable experience of both multiplayer and campaigns for its time. Were wholly groundbreaking. Uh, today, not so much.
0: I mean, I don't, necess- I I don't, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. disagree with that in the sense mm-hmm. that you know we've been doing the the just deathmatch yeah. zombies. And yeah, the the campaign. Even I enjoyed World War Two campaign last mm. year, but it is it is very much a shooting gallery, same-y, right? Yeah,
3: yeah it's I mean, not that's, that's fair. not
1: the highlight of what that game was, especially for last year. Uh, yeah. I saw a lot of comments, or there was one in particular. I didn't write it down. Um, but someone made a good point was that, that Call of Duty used to be kind of the trendsetter and now it's just exactly. kind of following them and just hitting the same beats over and over. Yeah.
3: I think with the futuristic aspect, they tried something, but the yeah. community didn't really respond well. So they've kind of retreated back to this sort of samey feel and as their safety net, but as, as David pointed out, he's like, it just feels like you're doing the same thing every year. You're not pushing anything forward. And, and they kind of developed what most shooters feel like today on console, at least. And, uh, I, I would like to see – challenge them to you know, continue that's to fair. push things forward. Uh, Iron Wolf wrote uh, about his memories playing with friends. He said, personally, I don't think I ever liked it a lot, but I love the experiences I have with my buddies. We're older and actually engineers now, so we don't get as much time to play with the entire crew. And he, these are uh, shortened, but he yeah. talked about like playing in college with friends, and I, I can relate to that a lot, like playing with my friends who just – that's the game that they play. And I'm like, sure, I'll hop on and play a match. Kind of the way you would at a Dave and Buster's. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys uh, play Call of Duty with any friends? Do you have any memories like that? Yes. Yeah? What do In you got? In the
1: entirety of high school. Like I had a crew of people and we just played every iteration. Um, I, I tried to join them at Modern Warfare 2.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, before that, I was just playing Halo always. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'll try Call of Duty. And then I loved it. And then I just played all throughout high school and a little bit through college. Um, and yeah, I mean that's that's the thing, right? Like playing with your friends makes it such a better experience, just because they're the people you like and enjoy being around, and it's a different way to hang out, right?
3: Yeah, totally, so, yeah. totally agree. Uh, we also had David Pope uh brand fatigue he's just kind of gotten tired of cod you know it's call of duty you know it's there it's sort of a safety net uh it felt one dimensional after a while and the futuristic additions didn't change that for me he's actually really latched on to rainbow six siege mm-hmm. he feels like that is pushing forward the shooter genre can't argue and, with that and doing yeah. something that call of duty hasn't been doing like introducing these new aspects especially with the destructibility
0: absolutely and everything yeah. and the different uh operators think- well they evolve that as a platform yeah Whereas call of duty is getting you you know they're, they're just they're um, Excuse me. Doing the sixty dollar thing every year, or yep. Rainbow Six is uh, not that they don't have paid content, but they yeah. they just keep building off of the core they have, and they've done a fantastic job. What were you going to say, Brandon?
2: Oh, I was just going to say I agree. I, I don't think Call of Duty is necessarily trying to be uh, a leader in the space anymore. I think. Activision being the business that they are, EA being the business that they are, you know what you're getting when you buy Madden every year. You know what you're getting when you buy Call of Duty every year. And I'm sure that they have a mountain of reports and statistics and graphs and probably a pie chart or two that says that Call of Duty sells because of these 12 factors. And so they develop for these 12 factors. And as long as people keep buying it year over year, nothing needs to change because it makes the company money.
1: And that's another anecdote I kept seeing is just people saying that, they don't like Call of Duty because of Activision's like business practices yeah. of how they market Call of Duty and how they keep reproducing every year the same kind of way.
3: But like, I guess
1: expected way.
3: So actually the next sure. one I want to talk about was uh, Felipe Mondaka. He said uh, he, f- he feels that Activision is fairly anti-consumer especially and with... a comment I saw. Yeah, yeah. Especially with what they've been doing with Destiny lately and sort of like, oh, you have to get the DLCs even though you don't mm. particularly support that. So it's, it's more about Activision than necessarily like that. And he said, uh, come Companies like Activision and EA are going above and beyond to be gross about it. I think EA has been a lot better. Like they learned their lesson after Star Wars. They're trying to be at but, least, yeah. But he's just saying like, you know, I don't I don't support this thing. And the, the final one was from uh, Mr. Infinity, again reiterating that there was no innovation uh, with the brand. And uh, he thinks that people are starting to realize that it's sort of just the same thing every year. And last point for me, just thank you to everybody who wrote in who actually thought about your responses. Um Yeah, like I'm really glad that some people understood what I was going for with that segment. I just want to
0: have a dialogue with the community. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this year's game is is received in the in the general gaming community at large. You know, Black Ops has been the most popular franchise within the franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, there is no campaign, which you know made me sad. But it's like, are they going to miss a beat? Maybe not. Mm I know (laughs) there. I mean, there's people
1: like me who. Like, I'll play the campaign, right, mostly yeah. because of work, but not necessarily – that's not what I go to Call of Duty for. Right. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people who do that. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this does compared to every other Call of Duty in the past.
0: And the the big new thing that Activision and, and Treyarch are pushing this year is, of course, Blackout Mode. Which they've shown nothing of. Well, not yet. It's uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we got some time. I go. you know, don't want to hold it yeah. against them quite yet. But, yeah, will that – be seen as innovation will that be seen as i didn't uh, mean that as negative i want to see it yeah no like, oh, i yeah. want to know what's going on with that mode so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just i'm curious to see what what black ops 4 uh does or doesn't do in the minds of of the general community at large
2: yeah and i think you know with as much with as much fatigue as that franchise has, uh, seemingly in the community, there are a lot of really other great shooters out there. If you want a campaign, you have the Wolfenstein. Yeah,
1: or like with innovative <laughs> shooting mechanics, like mm-hmm. if you look at Titanfall and just like how that movement works, the Titans work just super all of hot. It. Yeah, yeah, super hot. Like super well,
2: yeah. Oh. Uh,
3: I didn't talk about this, but in addition to these critiques, there were a lot of people who are like, "I like Call of Duty." Yeah. I think people are just hating on it because it's the big dog in the room. That happens and as that, well. That was kind of my guess. There and was, there were were a lot of positive, supportive comments for the Call of Duty brand. So I don't want it to seem all right. critical. Sure. More
1: yeah. About like yeah, but I guess the the topic at hand is focusing on those criticisms. There was also a lot of criticisms about balance, of course, which is a Big yep. tough challenge for any big multiplayer game. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Getting tough because you can't hard.
2: please everybody. You know, like yeah, 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 the, yeah.
1: Especially if the
2: quick scopers want quick scoping, and the running gunners want running gunning, and yeah. some people want one shot one kill, a slower methodical thing. Which right. you know, in my opinion, you have Battlefield for. If you want a twitch shooter, you have Titanfall. If you want a slow tactical shooter, you have Halo. You know, and that you can't
0: blame Activision on. That's just, <laughs> that one's just that's, that's just, just the market, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on with the core xbox news of the week i want to start with scarlet the code named for the next generation xbox and sort of family of xboxes you remember phil spencer didn't say you know one box said uh the future consoles family. future family of consoles Longtime microsoft tipster paul thorat reports that microsoft is currently planning two different pieces of hardware uh one of which will be a traditional console similar to the xbox we know now the specs are still unknown uh uh, uh, blah 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 but uh more info comes from the second device device which is said to be a streaming box that is designed Mm. for microsoft's upcoming game streaming platform with the rumored name scarlet cloud interesting like, like on do we live. remember on live back in the day, uh,
3: sure,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: Not many do, but I do. Or yeah. PlayStation now, yep, yep. I, do. I think I think
0: PlayStation bought OnLive, live. But it's Now PlayStation now, right? you are correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is a good memory. But yeah, I mean, I, how do we feel about that as as a? Yeah, this would certainly be a cheaper machine if it's if it's just handling streaming and it doesn't it's not doing all of the processing locally mm-hmm. uh it'll be better please be better than playstation Now. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. I, it's very not great right now, <laughs> uh, uh, right now? hopefully Aww. xbox does it uh better and i think they will it seems like they're investing time in the, how they're gonna develop this particular product the the streaming product anyway yeah
0: i mean i wonder what what's I guess what's the consumer what's the ultimate difference if these if the if it is is correct and there are two devices I suppose the optical cl- drive? scarlet cloud <laughs> well I'm wondering if scarlet cloud you wouldn't be able to own anything mm. if it would just be here's your well, here there's your oh, subscription. That's the thing. And you right? don't own anything, mm-hmm. much and, like Netflix. And this right? that, this
2: is a great Pass. it's a great segue into our next story, but it's too early to go there. But you can tell they're already building the infrastructure for this. You have I feel like
1: that would be so difficult though, because there's probably games that would want to be included into like some su- subscription service so that would be hard for them to like pull in everything for that console, right?
3: It would probably just be like a Game Pass model, right? You that's- subscribe to Game Pass, and then you're able to purchase the games if you want to keep them. And I get notified all the time by Game Pass like, don't forget, stay at the game. Like, oh man, I got to play
1: that yeah. right, that's, but that's, it's still concern. a limited library. Like, granted, sure. it is like a lot of huge Xbox titles, but that's not everything. So. Well,
2: well, that's where I was going with it. I, I think between Xbox Live and your $10 a month Game Pass subscription, um, they're clearly building out Game Pass to be a much larger library yeah. than, right. it, than it is right now. And in 2020, when that's you know, if this streaming box does come out, you know, between Xbox Live and Game Pass, you could theoretically have enough games on your Xbox to play. Assuming that, you know, if you're not getting what you not want, you can also dive into EA subscription model yeah. or, you know, right. and maybe there's going to be some sort of rent feature on the store. I, I don't know. But um – it's clear that they're setting up with all of the services and cloud-based stuff. They're setting up an infrastructure so that you can just subscribe to everything you need, and you never have to go to the store and buy a game again.
3: Yeah, know? and they have some big games, and they're like the Fallout games. They, I think they have three and four. Four got Ooh. added recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, they added the Division, like that. You could easily just play for a month. Like, and of if course, you, if you're going to play non every first
0: party game, like, yeah, every yeah, first, first
3: party all game, the first parties. And yeah. the
2: great thing about Game Pass is it works so well for what we're moving into trend-wise, which is games as services. Right. Um, they added. Vermintide 2 on there which is a game that i was wholly unimpressed by on pc because i didn't spend enough time with it but it hit game pass and i've been playing it a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot with my friends and it is one of those games where you can continue to play it with your friends for a long time you know
0: i know i'm the resident old at the table uh so maybe this may be my my brain failing me but am i nuts or was this almost exact rumor about a a, a second xbox device that would just do streaming stuff <laughs> wasn't that rumored for xbox like one I thought so, like yeah. wasn't that yeah. a, a thing from a while ago? and that's not to say i'm and i'm not trying to uh trivialize or discount Thorot's rumor on this i'm just saying i feel like i've heard this before with yeah. with previous xbox hardware like i wonder if this is just a thing that microsoft has been kicking around for a while just waiting for the right the right time and the right, right like hardware the right to strike and the right infrastructure. environment too. Yeah. Like just
1: having that idea that streaming is an acceptable thing to do. Like yeah. It's so integrated into our society now. It's just like, that's how we consume a lot of media now. And so maybe that's kind of like where they're trying to position to strike. It's like, oh, well, this is yeah. obviously doing well. Games Pass is doing super well. So maybe
2: this could work. It's, it's just funny to see the parallels between this rumored next one and what the Xbox One was originally going to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it seems like they... I don't. I don't want to say they jumped the gun, but maybe maybe the 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 audience wasn't ready for. But it.
0: They did. No, I think that's yeah. totally fair. I mean, I, I think we said it at the time. I mean, it's just Steam. The PC world had had um, figured that out. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it took time. Steam didn't. It, Steam, yeah. it, it wasn't. It Steam was not the de facto first couple of years. It was thing overnight. Yeah, yeah it took. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took time, and it took Half Life Two, one of the yeah. seminal games of our lifetimes, to help. Help really kickstart that and drive it, and then Team 4. Half-Life Three on Xbox dead. One. Is that what you're
2: saying, Ryan? <laughs> no. Is that tell us what it was like?
0: But yeah, like so, it, you know, the the it, it was already an accepted standard yeah. on the in the PC world. But you know, the the time and and the manner in which Microsoft tried to do that clearly was was not not the
2: right way to go and they figured that out you just made me think of this but but pc gaming now is largely only digital like what do you what do you do oh, it's it's I like 99 yeah, yeah it's so, like who so like, actually
1: owns discs i mean surely people do but like yeah. do you actually go out and seek a disc for your pc now Like that seems oh, really no. strange Those, these,
0: many pcs don't even have optical drive
2: yeah, right, it's optional. right yeah so i mean understanding that like when steam hit and figured it out and the market moved digital the the brick and mortar the physical version of it kind of went away like are we looking at that for consoles at some point eventually
3: no no disc in the in the
1: scarlet so so probably not for the scarlet Scarlet, which will keep the
2: price down with that
1: is that people use their (laughs) systems at least i do like to watch movies like i still buy blu-rays and stuff and so it's like i kind of need that optical drive still. so i'm still dependent on it because i don't want to i stream some movies but i do like having some to well, and,
0: and, in. and 4k streaming yeah. is only just starting to really pick up yeah and, and uh you know that needs a lot of <laughs> that's a lot that's a very then, bandwidth that's a intensive. big question
1: i have too is like the bandwidth of like what this would require is like how intense will it be like mm-hmm. is it gonna be a really strenuous thing for the internet plan that i have now would i have to upgrade to like keep up with right. the bigger well thank god we have
0: net neutrality oh
1: <laughs> that's a uh, different
0: that's a topic for a different podcast uh, with a lot of of that we need a lot of alcohol
2: and tears for that oh don't worry we're way <laughs>
1: like, oh, it ahead it's
2: coffee <laughs> it's coffee or is it it's coffee. um that's the thing if you live I on know. the if you live on the coasts this box seems largely for those people or big you know uh population hubs metropolitan metropolitan yeah. areas yeah um, I, I don't know this is all forming as we're having this conversation but it seems totally feasible that like Miranda said if you use your box as an entertainment box as well which is something that Microsoft is very clearly interested in keeping as part of their you know one of the weapons in their arsenal you know the Xbox is the all-in-one entertainment box it says so in every press release um, that is still the more expensive larger version for you and if you want the this isn't a slide on it, but the Roku version of the Xbox, right? That is just streaming only. Like the, if you're not using it for entertainment outside of streaming, that yeah. seems like the cheaper version for you as well. So right. I could see two different products, two different price points, serving two different groups of people. On yeah.
3: that, on that note, with the Brief. the X's Blu-ray thing please keep updating that software it's still pretty clunky like it works but i would love to see like it uh it just flesh out a little bit
0: more well on that exact note the the, a complete random aside occurred to me while you were talking and uh it's just that it's funny that all for all the the big format war that happened in the 360 ps3 generation DVD -DVD versus blu-ray oh yeah you know sony placed their put all their chips in the blu-ray corner and and they paid a, a price for that for a time with the higher price of the ps3 but in time of course they got it they won blu-ray one, yeah. but the, <laughs> it's a little it's a little humorous i feel that eventually the best blu-ray player ended up being an xbox one <laughs> s <laughs> right yeah for you know for 4k blu-ray player yeah. it's like the best cheapest 4k blu-ray player you can how do, get how do you miss like that i just don't understand like how did sony Oh, on the that? pro yeah. Well, for clearly, it's, it was clearly it was a cost move. They 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 did the opposite mm-hmm. thing of what they did with the PS3. Yeah. They went, oh man, we cannot make this a super expensive box. Right. We got to get our, you know, we want to get 4K out there to our to our audience. Uh, sir, uh, or ma'am, we, we, alright, we should put a 4K Blu ray player in it. Uh, how much will that cost? Oh, another hundred bucks? No. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Jenkins, get out. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, yeah, man, the, the best consoles have to be expensive, right? Uh, the Xbox 360 lost money for years, mm. but it was the better system a few
0: years not nearly as not wasn't like the original sorry
2: i added one too many e's in that Years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fine. uh and it seems i don't know if they're turning a profit on the one x yet but it is clearly a very expensive console to make um and i'd be curious to see next generation you know if that sort of like cost in the product is representative of what we actually see
1: yeah it's like i want to know what the top of the line xbox is going to be next generation mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's if, talk if, about that for a minute. What do we? I mean, we're just talking Scarlet before we move on. Uh, I mean, what do you guys want out of Scarlet? As a, I mean, I know there's some obvious things, the but streaming thing. Well, no, no, just either one, either the streaming yeah. Scarlet or the the uh, local Scarlet. Let's call it the Xbox One X. You know, home console, mm-hmm. traditional console style. What what do you want to see out of it? I, that that's tough for me. The X is a phenomenal
3: console. I really really am happy with my X. I love all of its capabilities. I think some uh, back end stuff with being able to to set the outputs like the video outputs, but they're probably going to update that on the X anyway. Uh, Software wise, like the the UI is looking pretty good from where it started.
0: You have a you you have a 4K TV, right? I have it was a 4K the, TV. The, the yeah. Joe's back of the Joe's truck. dot Don't special,
3: go but...
2: to that
0: website.
1: Wait,
2: what? Uh,
3: a friend of mine, Powered GPU, actually helped me out. He helps a lot of uh, uh, streamers and such like build their computers, and he actually uh, knew uh, of a store that had the exact model. And the, uh, I have a KS eight thousand for people that know Samsung brands. Yeah. It's it's a very coveted television that a lot of people want to get because uh, Samsungs begin pushing the QLEDs.
2: QLED. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And, uh, and low input hard to... lag on that, right? Low input yeah. lag. is one of the best gaming so TVs. I was very, very happy with my what? purchase. I love my television. What size is it? It's a, I
0: don't remember, but oh. it's large. He's being modest. <laughs> yeah. well. It's so
3: big,
2: Brandon. <laughs> oh, my.
0: You wouldn't believe? <laughs> I...
1: <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs>
3: um. My TV. I'm literally <laughs> speechless. I don't know so, what to say to you right now. It's
1: kind of hard to imagine what I'd want from the next Xbox, and that's, that's, that's a problem I always have myself... Excuse maybe me. What me we, maybe the was, problem what that I we always expect? have every generation, right? It's like obviously um, better graphical fidelity and like faster processing, like just generally a smoother experience. But yeah. I don't know what I'd want feature-wise because I feel like we're already such a great place for yeah. consoles, mm-hmm. and they just keep coming up with new things. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of that, and that's a great addition. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's why
3: I'm fruit like exclusives, of course. Well, well that's not the hardware, that. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. for yeah. me, I think yeah. hardware-wise, it's pretty great.
0: I want to see you know the the with the 360. Just raise the bar up to everything's HD, 720p yeah. yep. standard. So, what I w- I, I, I would presume 8K. I don't, don't want to say assume because we know what 8K. assuming does, but no, I, I expect 4K will be uh, the the standard, mm-hmm. the the minimum standard on Scarlet. Uh, and I just hope that we can start. I hope it's powerful enough where we can start to see some 4K 60 frames per second.
2: You say 4K standard, meaning that it's not going to support 1080.
0: Well, put, it, put it this way, every, yeah. every, every game that's at that's, we'll, an that's, that's we'll, advantage of Right, it. okay, yeah. exactly. I'm talking on the, yeah, yeah, the software yeah. So, okay. yeah. So well, the current
3: Xbox does 4K 60.
0: So well, yeah, for, forza, maybe 144. But Forza and a, there are only a few games that mm-hmm. are that actually do 4K 60. I'm am saying right. I want to see it across the board. I get it. The same yeah. way that we saw 720p across the board on the 360. So what you're referencing right. is how they standardized. Yes. all our games are going to run at 60. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you want to see. That is because I, you know, no one 8K is a, is still a, a pipe dream. It's yeah. So <laughs> don't and, and it will be. <laughs> I love while. my TV. <laughs> don't. I mean. <laughs> 4- 4K TVs still haven't even
2: yeah. achieved like massive market. They're penetration. they're like less than 50% saturation. I don't maybe less than yet. 25%. Yeah,
0: yeah, because of video capture reasons, I play at 1080 very often. Right. But still. So yeah, I think 4K 60 is a great standard to aim for with Scarlet like that. That, to me, combined with, you know, obviously the more RAM and the more this and the more that and higher, better image quality, maybe, you know, whether it's anisotropic filtering or or anti-aliasing or what
2: have you. Don't screw with the controller. Uh, It's great. Big words.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love the controller. That's what I want
0: to
2: say. I love the controller. I think you're right. 100% right. I think the One X needs to be the baseline. And I think you have to support native 4K with every game moving forward outside maybe the ID Xbox brand games. But having said that, if you make that hard drive smaller than two terabytes, I will find you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's got, I mean, four
3: would be good. I bought bought that externally recommended for the OG and I still haven't filled it up.
2: I'm the same way. so many games. I I just
1: don't want to deal with it.
2: I have the Microsoft branded two terabyte external hard drive. I've used, it's 40% filled right now, I think, but... If you have a if you have if Forza 7 is clocking in at what 107 gigs now. Four K
0: assets, man.
2: Yeah. And everything Jeez. is four K standard moving forward, like that, those hard drives need to be bigger.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's okay. a just an easy thing to check off the list. Like I'm sure that's already in the process of like we know we need to do this thing mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of standards yeah. that like, we've we've talked about that they already know they need to do for the next generation. I'm just mostly curious about like what Major innovations will they bring with this new generation? I want
0: to circle back to what Destin said a minute ago, though. Don't don't mess with the controller. Right,
3: leave it alone. It's great. Yeah. Like I don't know how you make it better, but I didn't know how they would make the elite version two or the
0: three. I mean, I didn't know how the three sixty controller could get much better. The D pad. The D pad. -pad, -pad, That was the obvious. That was the one thing, And and they didn't change it very much. Well they but it's it's a lot better. It is. Even it is. even the non-elite just the standard Xbox 1 D-pad is a yep. lot better than the the 360 one certainly Don't was. Do you guys
1: want them to be recharging controllers? Instead of having battery packs? I've, I'm actually pretty okay with double A's
0: because they they last a good long time. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it'd be nice, but I, I don't – I'm not hung up on it. My, I want the option.
2: My experience is, is like Both. between rechargeable batteries yeah. or rechargeable battery packs, rechargeable batteries are always a better value. For me, personally, just because you can go on to Amazon and find a deal, That's whether right it's off. Black Friday it not or not last that what? long though, right?
1: I don't know. Well, but I, if you're constantly cycling out, you're constantly recharging those batteries. It doesn't really matter that much.
2: And I've constantly run into issues with those little battery packs where eventually the sink stops right, for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. And I've even cleaned the receivers and all that on it. But eventually they just give out, right?
1: I – I prefer to have batteries that I can kind of control. It's like I don't want to have to plug in. Like I don't mm. want to deal with that while I'm playing. I'm I have that constantly with my PS4. Like I think I just need to get a new controller, but it just doesn't hold its charge anymore. Yeah. It's just like, well, okay. well.
2: If my TV remote dies, I can pull the batteries out and use it there while the rest are charging. That's true.
3: <laughs> I'm actually okay with internal batteries. Like, I don't need the control of dealing with double A's or whatever. It would be kind of cool if they had that feature where if you just set it like, on a pad or near the console. Oh for the yeah. Recharge. Oh, That's
2: what is like that like called? A, oh,
3: Qi charging, like yeah. a, a wireless charging. Yeah. yeah that would be kind of nice as an option, but of right. course you can, you still need to be able to plug it in
0: that. Now you're, keep it hard you're talking, yeah, you want to talk about like the, whatever the, if there's a, you know, if the Scarlet is the top end, like $500 <coughs> console, I like that idea. Having the top, assuming you, I mean, I'm sure it'll probably be a vertical or horizontal orientation, Hmm. having the top of it in horizontal form be a chi. Yeah. (laughs) That would be cool. I would like, that That would be super cool. So you can just set the controller on it when you're not always charged.
2: What about this? Um, we've moved away from a connect based, uh, (laughs) console yeah yes. And with so that with that we lose a lot of functionality That's but scary. now with siri and alexa i hope nobody has it. i'm so terrified of saying both those names because appliances go off with the digital assistants. thank you um with with those things, you know, in the household becoming more and more prevalent, you know, I never thought I would own one, but I have four Alexas in my house now. Um, wow. Does Scarlet have... Don't let them outnumber you guys, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. Seriously. Uh, it's
0: only you and your girlfriend and a puppy.
2: Yeah. They outnumber you. The puppy's fine. She's very energetic. <laughs> She'll um, take them on. Yeah, seriously. Um, you got to bring her in. It's when she's ready. Yes, I know she's brand new, but... We're super tangenting <laughs> right <laughs> now, but yeah, she still needs her back Penny. Penny. Aww. Penny, the ten-week-old super puppy. Thank you. Wow. She's a handful. I guy. I went to bed at one. I got up at six thirty because <laughs> she had to pee.
1: Puppies. Anyway, digital anyway, assistance
2: does. Oh God, I can Does the Scarlet console have some sort of microphone in it, or or you know, utilizing Cortana as some sort of you know digital assistant for yes. your Xbox because the Xbox voice commands right now are still like not great and you need you know some sort of hardware or third party hardware I I yeah. maybe, to maybe maybe keep use. nasa out of it this time
1: maybe in the controller like it would be make a lot of sense like if you use the controller or if you could like hold down you know like the xbox button and just say hey mm-hmm. cortana-
2: what if every controller has a mic
1: digital assistant yeah exactly yeah yeah that kind of well thing.
0: but then every controller has to stay on in some sort of low power mode which gets back to the battery yeah. situation yeah but right. yeah putting it but there's you're, you, I but think, I think you guys think, already hit it there's no reason why it couldn't be in the console itself right that's always listening because it's always plugged in mm-hmm. what if you say always on. Uh, whatever
2: cortana <laughs> okay. turn on my scarlet and she just turns on immediately uh the last c- controller that was paired to it or something like that'd that. That'd be that'd be that a nice mess. thing. Cuz yeah, I I
0: will say um ease of moving use. Yeah, yeah, moving uh talking about ease of use. This Is this all software stuff? Billion dollar though. ideas here. Yeah. No, we're talking about a we're talking well, about yeah, it's hard to speculate yeah, yeah, yeah. like
1: what could happen next and these are just some I
0: do it? miss uh from from okay. using the day the original Xbox 1. I do miss the the voice commands for media specifically like my like, wife see, and I would be yeah, watching so much still. Netflix or something. And it'd just be like, you know, Oh, they changed it to, hate I don't want to say it. Cause in case everybody has stuff plugged in, but it, it used <laughs> to just be, yeah. it used to just be, uh, you know, Xbox pause and yeah. i just get up and let the dog out and then come out Xbox play. They changed it. The, the, the command prompt for that. But I would love to have that back. That's like, I, it was just a nice
2: little convenience, um, so yeah, I yeah. still
1: have my Connect plugged in, so I use that constantly. Oh, nice! It's my favorite.
2: So we memory. want 4K 60 standard. Yes, a big hard drive, a yes. digital assistant. Don't touch the controller. <laughs> uh, and although I do, every console comes with I a do. life-size <laughs> figurine of Master Chief.
1: Wow, we got it.
2: We did Wait, it. What
0: I do like that <laughs> idea of uh, of having if voice. The digital assistant turning on the console and the controller. Yeah. That's yeah,
1: a good idea. So. What
2: I love, like, I, I, I don't know if it's a day one edition. I honestly haven't looked into it too much, but I've set my controller to when I turn this on, it automatically logs me in. Mm-hmm. It, it, this, I do that. This too. is my set controller. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, And it super bums me out because the Y button is starting to stick a little bit. I don't oh. know, something got in there or, no. and it's breaking my heart because now I'm using different controllers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I really, really think, like, just like Destin said, chiming back to what, you know, what he said. Very eloquently, which is just ease of use. Like mm-hmm. just make everything work in your infrastructure. Microsoft's got an amazing walled garden that they can do whatever they want in there. And uh, I think consumer first is the way to go with that.
0: And uh, Sony better step up with the, the the one thing that just annoys the heck out of me whenever I use my PS4. This, this little feature in Xbox that they've had from day one of the Xbox One that I adore is – Turning the TV on and off when you turn the console on. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to do that. It's like the most first world ridiculous little thing ever, but I hate having to do that on PS4 yeah. now because Xbox has spoiled me.
2: Oh, here's one. It'll give me the ability to search for a setting. I hate going through Xboxes. I mean, oh, digging through the menus? I've memorized them now, but I hate going through looking for one thing when I'm in – like turning uh changing the mix on chat versus audio or something right. let me hit the xbox button like i do with my iphone i don't like scroll through looking for apps i just drag down type youtube or type gmail or whatever automatically pops up give me that for the xbox yes you know
0: all right uh let's move on here quickly We're running out of time in a hurry already oh, as it always happens <laughs> on when i think it's going to be a, a short painless yeah. show it turns into uh, some epic conversation, which is great. The Xbox division, some excellent news, topping $10 billion in revenue in a year for the first time uh, for the fiscal year that ended for them on June 30th. $10 billion in revenue in its games and services division for the first time. Microsoft reporting a 39% increase in revenue in that division, which is credited in large part to Xbox Live, to Game Pass, and Mixer as well. Quote from CEO Satya Nadella, uh, in gaming, we are pursuing our expansive opportunity for the way. Uh, pardon me, from the way games are created and distributed to how they are played and viewed, surpassing 10 billion in revenue this year for the first time. We are. Uh, this was on an investor call. He said this. We are investing. Uh, pardon me, investing aggressively in content community and cloud services across every endpoint to expand usage and deepen engagement with gamers. The combination of Xbox Live, Game Pass subscriptions and Mixer are driving record levels of growth and engagement. So, yeah, you know, I'm sure uh I'm sure Microsoft's going to be selling that Xbox division like the internet thought they were going to do. I'm sure that's going to happen any day now.
3: Here's what that says to me. It says to me that you can make all the comparison charts you want online, PlayStation versus Xbox, but Xbox is doing more and doing it better with their platform for their audience than sony is and sony needs to catch up they have mixer integration they're doing a lot of stuff there with the games that are on their platform yeah. they have the fantastic game pass service and they're just they're just rocking it right now mm-hmm. they're only going to continue to grow right. with all this it, studio
2: acquisition it's really cool to see mixer integration too because going back to playing vermintide there is an entire vertical where it's like play with your mixer following yeah and that blows my mind that is so cool we had a meeting with mixer yeah months ago where they were like Talking about ideas for you know letting users being able to change settings on, in your room and setting up like a sort of a smart streaming service, such right. a, such a cool integration. Gonna, they're uh, knocking it out of the park with their acquisitions.
3: After this, I'm actually streaming No Man's Sky, so you'll have to watch the vod. But we're actually going to be utilizing the, the mixer integration with that awesome. stream today awesome. to sort of test it out. You'll have to see how it
2: went. Nice. <laughs> Are they going to change the colors in the room behind you? No, I didn't set that up. Okay, but <laughs>
1: I need to get those lights. I'm just most excited to see how Game Pass continues to evolve because it's just such a great service um my little sister recently got an xbox finally and so i was just like first thing you need to buy you said that game. like
2: such a big sister finally
1: <laughs> i know i just like come on guys just get every console like me it's fine yeah. <laughs> no it's kind of impractical but you know <laughs> i understand she's a college student but uh yeah this is the first thing i was just like it's like the best value for like just getting into the system like finally um getting back to it and it's just just great.
0: Well, the fact that the CEO of Microsoft is calling out Game Pass specifically yeah. bodes well for them continuing to invest in it and grow in it. So that's we should continue to see some really good stuff. and and it's it's a snowball effect, right? Mm. Typically, with these things is Microsoft's already committed to uh, f- all the first party games being day and date on uh, on this service. So that's th- that plus the continued success of it. And you've got Satya Nadella talking about it. It's only going to encourage more third parties to get on board with it right, too. And it, right. it just yeah, it'll all snowball to the point where I mean, in, I would not at all be surprised if in five years, if we're all sitting still sitting here doing this podcast, that's that's all it is. Is if like we may we may be at the point where we that's just how we play our games is yeah. through Game Pass. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, ten dollars a month for every game ever in five years. Ten dollars yeah. a month for every game that comes out.
0: I mean, they'll have raised the price by then. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation and whatnot. And 99 I, I know that
2: I know the big argument out there is like, but what about the games? And and I understand that for sure. Like preservation and yeah. But I think the, the Microsoft is very clearly building the infrastructure for next gen. You know, the the uh, acquisition of the, those of those five new studios. studios. yeah. Yeah. So they they have the foundation and the, the sort of the, I guess the support beams for something that in two years, in three years, is going to be amazing. They're
3: you know? playing the long
2: game. Yeah. I think, they, I think they, they know that this generation is already away from them. So, you know, 2020 comes around. i looking forward. I so wrote you, an E3 editorial about that. Yeah. Go read it. It's actually very, very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I shouldn't have said, actually, Ryan's stuff is usually. <laughs> Surprisingly, <very good. laughs> it was competent. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, hold on. Let me take my foot out of my mouth. When's your performance review? Uh, February. (laughs) Um, Don't worry. I'll win you over by then. Uh, No, we had a conversation literally like after watching the showcase, walking down the streets of L.A. during E3 and having this conversation. Mm -hmm. It's so awesome to see that sort of solidified into this op-ed. It's very, very good. Absolutely. Next gen, man. All right. uh,
0: Let's go back to current gen now. Uh, We've got to quickly get through these last few topics. Before Destin has to go cram some food in his face and play yeah. No Man's Sky, which yeah. is the big Xbox release this week. Mm-hmm. QuakeCon details. Just want to pass these along to you. Uh, we'll be covering QuakeCon in full. Tom Marks is going to be going for IGN. He'll be our our uh, man on the ground there, and then we'll all be covering it from here as well. The keynote, which is is notable, it used to be. I used to love those John Carmack keynotes. He's mm-hmm. obviously not at ID anymore. Uh, no disrespect to anybody. Still at ID, but. Um, Carmack stuff was always super fun to yeah. listen to in one way or another. But what is going to be very exciting to see in the keynote is the gameplay reveal of Doom Eternal. I'll call it Doom Two. Thank mm. you very much. Hell on Earth. <laughs> yes, that's exactly that's what I said. That's yeah. why I yelled it in the war room, and then the name turned out to be Doom Eternal. I was like, oh,
2: okay. Well, we Doom Two. Colon, we should Los have gone. <laughs> we should have just
0: gone with the Hell on Earth thing. But anyway, uh, August tenth, nine a.m. Pacific noon eastern time that is when that keynote is happening that is when we will all see the gameplay reveal of doom eternal together will be live that's soon. yeah well it's going to be uh, we're we're gonna we're trying to see about carrying that on ign for you i'll keep you updated on on that uh, it's software's marty stratton and hugo martin will be uh will be involved there also uh look for more on rage 2 the elder scrolls online and quake champions as well as a panel of uh, fan uh, Q&A with Todd Howard on Fallout 76. So we will have a lot of coverage for you coming out of QuakeCon, which is in less than one month, about two, three weeks from now? Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for that beta. Yes, thank you, Destin. Uh, You have to wait a little few more months, though. Oh. Yeah. The Fallout 76 beta, which, of course, cheekily uh, abbreviated... Acronymed as Break It Early Test Application, <laughs> will begin in October. No specific date yet, Destin. Yeah. But they'll be selecting people who have pre-ordered the game from a participating retailer. Uh, retailer. And they will start small and grow over time as we prepare for launch, according to a, a community administrator from Bethesda, which probably means kind of a lottery sort of deal yeah. at first. But then, eventually, as I'm all of people. these things do, for be it for marketing reasons and or I'm not going to discount it can, it can be both marketing reasons and or actual like stress test kind of scenarios. Eventually, it'll just turn into a, a big come one, come all event. But uh, yeah, October seems a little late for it to be like a real beta, doesn't it? I mean, not I'm not a developer. I'm not trying to, but it's you know. The game's effectively done at that point. So t- this this might be more of a stress test, but that's okay. Yeah. You want to stress test it before it actually goes up for sale in November. So Destiny did like the alpha and then they did the beta, right? So alpha was like
3: select friends and family sort Right. Of thing. We we were in there and a few other people and uh, th- it'll probably be sort of like that. Smaller group, slowly expand it and then stress out the server, but we're going to get to play that game. Yes. Like ahead of time.
0: Yeah, which we didn't for Fallout 4 mm-hmm. ahead of release. No they didn't do any hands on online events. though, right? So Yeah, there would no certainly no public did they uh, have times to do hands on? It was basically out like so quick after they announced it. Oh, well, it was pretty much the same thing here. Yeah. yeah. You know, they announced it just prior to E3, mm-hmm. just as they did with Fallout
2: 4. It's I love this. Sort of a trend for Bethesda these days. Seems like. A it. very which good trend. I, guess, I like it. I guess actually, yeah. I guess actually flies in the face of like Elder Scrolls 6. It's <laughs> <which laughs> yeah. like, yeah. by the way, here's a logo.
1: It's like, Oh, yeah, it's it's happening.
2: We'll see you in 6 years. There you yeah. go. Yeah, well, like, and
1: uh, yeah. all our next gen stuff too. Or just Uh, mention Starfield. Starfield.
2: I I always want to say say. Starfire.
1: I say say all of it. I'm kind of just like lumping Elder Scrolls into that just because I don't – it's going to be next-gen.
2: Yeah, I think it will be cross-generational at best. Sure. If not next-gen.
0: Yeah, no doubt. All right. So stay tuned there. And then finally, this had come up on the podcast. It was part of our E3 predictions as we're really running out of time. But just quickly – don't expect halo to get a battle royale mode anytime soon if you were hoping for that sorry if you were wanting halo to just stick to doing its good halo things and not jumping on board with the trends this will make you happy <laughs> 343's jeff easterling uh and james uh bachichi were asked on the, if i hope i probably slaughtered his last name. i was I, I was just
2: thinking I, i'm glad i don't have to pronounce it's that. one of the two
0: Bacicchi? uh no that's not that i don't think James, you got to call in or write in. Let me know how yeah. badly I, I did there. Anyway, they were asked on the three four three mixer social stream recently whether there would be a battle mo- uh, royale mode in Halo Infinite, and Jeff Easterling said, "I'll tell you right now, the only BR we're really interested in is battle rifle."
2: That is a great good quote. stuff.
1: Yes, it's an I excellent love quote. Love that you, James. reply. Feels like
2: it was really yeah. off the cuff too, which makes me love it more. <laughs> Uh, no, that's
0: the only br i'm
2: interested in as well whenever people say br i'm
1: like oh battle rifle like, right yeah. <laughs> no, 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 battle royale <laughs> halo like, had it first yeah oh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: uh yeah uh check out the uh the 343 guys do the uh social stream every wednesday afternoon so check that out sometimes it's, it's good fun all
0: right quickly i'm gonna go to uh, miranda sanchez what yes. is out this week we've we've talked up no man's sky a little bit i'm gonna be curious to see how the xbox community responds to that game uh, particularly after all these updates
1: yeah, so that's going to be out on July 24th and bringing, of course, a ton of features, including multiplayer. That's a big deal. Yes. Um. Also on the 24th, we have quite a few other games. Aces of the Luftwaffe.
0: Luftwaffe. Luftwaffe. Luftwaffe? Yeah, Waffe? yeah that's a German. a German word. W's or V's. Get pair in here. I'm
1: very bad at that.
0: Luftwaffe. <laughs> Luftwaffe. <laughs>
1: so Aces of the Luftwaffe Squadron, um, which is a bombastic air battles and boss fights.
0: Yeah, World uh, War II planes. Yeah, bullet, so. bullet hell
1: kind of thing? Or? Yeah. You can play uh, co-op. Local battles, sweet. It's pretty cool. Uh, then we have Bud Spencer, Terrace, Bud Spencer and Terrace Hill slap, yeah, slaps and beans. What? Okay, I'm gonna put this up here. That sounds like uh, a game
0: about weed. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan Parkhurst can't even handle yeah, it. Yeah, I can't even handle <laughs> it. I can hear it so, laughing but, through a wall. That's, again,
1: that is July 24th. Bud Spencer and Terrace Hill slaps and beans is scrolling beat 'em up. Uh, has platform elements and mini games. More like
0: bean em up. Hey. And then,
1: You'll interpret the characters of Bud Spencer and Terrace Hill. I don't, I don't, Terrence Hill. I don't know who.
0: Oh, the n- wait, are. There, Bean wasn't in then I thought Next the word game. Bean was in there. No, that. no, it is. <laughs> it so is. it's
1: Bud Spencer and Terrace Hill Slaps and Beans. So it's a very long name. Oh my. Okay. So these people. That's the actual slaps name. Slaps and Beans. Okay. Yes. Anyway, look that up after. Uh, then we also have the Council, Episode 3, Ripples. So that's the third episode of the Council. Uh, Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 and 2. Death get part
3: the- one only. Just get part one. Thank you. Okay, and so, it's you know, not—it's Mega Man X3 for the SNES, not the PlayStation. Ooh. a lot of people ask that. It's
1: also July 24th. Then we have Train Sim World, also on July 24th, an yeah. immersive first-person simulator that uses real world world, real world. I am having trouble today. Real world data to bring the life to perform. You, you, I've got this. Good. <laughs> yes, uh, to bring to life the performance, sounds, and power of real trains. So, real so world there may or you goof not... on this,
0: but like yeah. in <laughs> Europe really in particular, <laughs> these games are enormously successful. There is board.
2: a franchise called Euro Truck Simulator for this exact no, yeah. reason. So
1: I haven't ever heard of Train Sim World, but I've heard of Euro Truck Simulator yeah. a lot. And of course, Farming Simulator and all those other simulation games. <sighs> <sighs> Farming Simulator. Oh, they're fun.
2: There may or may uh, not be a uh, <laughs> uh, segment on Beyond about that game.
1: Yeah, so I'm kind of <laughs> curious about the real world data that it actually uses. Anyway, that's also July 24th. And then finally moving on to July 25th, you can get Candle, The Power of the Flame. is an adventure game with puzzles. Um, then you have Remothered Tormented Fathers on July 25th. And then... Still
2: a terrible name.
1: Also, Yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, July 25th also, we have Super Blackjack Battle 2 Turbo Edition, The Card Warriors. You have a roster of 12 very different characters, all competing to become the greatest blackjack player of all time. <laughs> and then July 26th, you have The Banner Saga 3.
0: Yeah, another yeah, uh,
1: good old Viking RPG.
0: Yeah, that's a it's a popular series as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about Games with Gold, Brandon? What's
2: Hey, Games with Gold for July are... <clears throat> let's do this in one take. Here we go. Assault Android Cactus, July 1st to July 31st, which is a cool little twin-stick shooter that uh, I played for a little bit. You should check it out. It's free. Uh, Death Squared. Uh, I have no idea what that game is, but you can get it from July 16th to August 15th. Virtual Fighter 5. 5- it's over. Final showdown is Forget no longer it. a thing. We <laughs> you missed a chance. Uh, and lastly, Tom Clancy's... Oh, we were so close. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction July 16th to July 31st. One of those days. On 360 days. and Xbox One. Something in the air. I
1: yeah. think I just recorded in the morning. Maybe something still in the, the coffee. Um, we're still drinking our coffee. Yeah. We just finished. We,
2: were, we moved on lock a day earlier and an hour earlier. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, I don't know what camera you are, but I want to make eye contact All right. with you. Something.
0: Let's do trivia real quick. Tony in the UK his gamer tag if you'd like to friend him is little tad x
2: curious hey, about the story oh yeah. i was really hoping his gamer story tag there. was tony in the uk that is such
1: an <laughs> awesome tag
0: Aww, tony in cool. the uk you're on the air little tad uh, good too with ninja theory joining microsoft he has a question about them they first made a game on the original xbox called kung fu chaos but they weren't called ninja theory back mm-hmm. then what was the studio called? I confess, uh, I did not know this one. I would not be getting a point here. Was the studio Just Add Monsters, Smilebit, Pop Top, or Games for You? Does anybody know this?
3: Again, uh, I did no, not.
2: No. Nope. So, Destin,
0: any any
3: thoughts? No, but I can just give my guess. Do it. Smilebit, B. Okay.
2: Just Add Monsters, A, final answer. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Miranda. I like
1: that one. Uh, I'm still trying to get this wrong, so I'm just going to go, C, Pop well, Top. I- <laughs>
0: i
2: love that you're she's she's, she's serious like
1: she's she's
2: shooting for the moon in hearts she i would like, like to
0: get more than one point <laughs> all right so uh miranda what did you go with c okay so you went with pop top B-A-C. Got, mm-hmm. all right uh well let's see if brandon can run alana down because he's correct
1: oh! yeah! monster i had a feeling that it could be that one just I, because it sounds like a
2: i picked it because it seemed irreverent and yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, excellent work, Brandon. and no, thank really. You, it was a guest. But... Thank you, Tony, in the UK. If you'd like to contribute an Xbox like trivia that. question for me to try and stump the panel with, please send it in. You can email me, unlocked at IGN.com. Please include four multiple choice answers. Note the correct one in your email, and we'll play again next week. And it is time for us to run. My tummy's growling. Got to get some <laughs> lunch going.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and also a giant pile of work.
2: Oh my god! Today. So, much
0: work. so get to that uh i'm ryan mccaffrey you can find me on twitter at dmc underscore ryan i mm-hmm. want to quickly plug ign unfiltered the Ooh. july episode going up here near the end of the month it is uh, my guest is sissy jones who's a, just a phenomenal voice actress you know her primarily most prominently as delilah in firewatch and a, a bafta award-winning performance and she's also voicing Fury in Darksiders 3, which we've been covering all month long yep. as part of IGN First. So please do check that out. I'm really uh, very proud of the Unfiltered series. Destin? Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at
3: Destin Legarry. You can also watch my streams, twitch.tv slash the Destin channel, uh, mixer.com slash the Destin channel. Seeing this is an Xbox show, I figure yes. I would point that out. I actually need a bunch of followers on there, so – Hit me up and you can watch on that pl- platform. Brandon?
2: Uh, I'm Brandon Tyrell. That is also my Twitter handle, Brandon, at Brandon Tyrell. Um, lots of Xbox stuff going up. Uh, check out the Halo Arcade stuff from this week and uh, check out my new puppy on Twitter because she's very cute.
0: Yes. Aww. Now you're tweeting again. See? We got you, we got you back on. I tweeted you once.
1: The puppy. I'll tweet
2: again next week. Once.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. Miranda Sanchez, take us home.
1: Yes, yeah, so you can follow me at Havoc Grows, and that's Havoc with the K, and you'll find me uh a lot less um, next week. I don't think I'll be on the show because this week I am prepping for a really cool trip to go see a thing that we're going to work on. So, yes. uh, yeah, I forgot right.
0: about that until yeah. you just said it. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's, the, oh, really? that's what I'm working on. <laughs> you'll see. I'm
0: curious. Woo. What? Oh, right. Uh, I'm being whispered, literally. At, <laughs> uh, remember, you can find, if you want to get the show early now. That's, uh, that's our gift to you. Watch it on ign.com. Actually, specifically the show page, unlocked.ign.com on Tuesdays at starting at 3 p.m. It's not live. You can pick it up. So anytime starting at Tuesday at 3 p.m. And then on Wednesday afternoons, it'll get uh, published out to its other usual places like YouTube and podcast feeds. I think we did it. Yeah. We did it. This was episode 354. We'll see you guys next week.